Okay, welcome everyone to another Wednesday night Shi'ur. First of all, it's very proud to be here. Even it's Cholomoyed Pesach, I want to tell you, we have a lavish dinner tonight made by Billy Shweki. Baruch Hashem, candy cattle. He mamash, he mamash made it homemade. All Passover special for the Shi'ur, you should know. And everybody's telling me it's better than, than the regular food that we order in. Catered food is better. Keep it up. Tonight we have a very special night. I'd like to speak about I'd like to speak about one topic which is very dear and a lifelong lesson. This is what we do over here. That you take it home with you on Wednesday night, you pull it in, drill it in your brains and, and, and use it throughout your life. And what is this? It's probably the only one time you're going to see anywhere this name. And what does he say? What does he say to be like this? You have to imagine him in front of us saying this. One of the biggest rabbis that ever lived in the world. What is his statement that he's going to tell us, Tommy? And you have to understand, every, every parak of Prakavot, every Mishnah, this is their lifelong lesson. They want you to take it and hold it with you forever. What does he say? Omer, me'od me'od heve shefal ruach. Now it doesn't say me'od. It says me'od me'od. It says be very, very humble. And with this, I'd like to start off with a question that I want to ask everybody. And that is, look at Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, he's meeting Hashem the first time in his life. What does Hashem tell Moshe? Huh? Billy, what does he say? First time, take off your shoes. Sha'al na'alecha me'al raglecha. I ask you all, why is that the prerequisite for greatness? The first time you're talking that, you're about to talk to God, Hashem. First thing, take off your shoes, please. Understand? What is so special? And guess what? It happens also by Yeshua. The first time Hashem is speaking to Yeshua, what does He say to Yeshua? Take off your shoes. You got to talk. Take off your shoes. Before the prerequisite of being, I, a leader, before being a leader of the Jewish nation, you have to know one great lesson. Take off your shoes. Wow, what a lesson. But, but, but what's the depth to it? What's the depth? What does that mean? I will tell you, let me explain. This is Mephashim, I saw it in, amazing. They explain like this. Everybody knows by now over here, there's four uh, uh, elements, we'll say, of, uh, of creation. What is that? Dam, Domem, Someyach, Chai, and Medaber. What is domem? Domem is inanimate. Innate. It doesn't have like a rock. Right? So meach is growth, like grass. Not that type of grass, yeah? Right? That, 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 the grass, right? So he says, the next one is what? Huh? High. Which is the animals. And medaber is the human beings. If you look at each element as you go higher in the element it is it is 
using the lower element. For example, I know this is confusing, but let me give you an example. I ask you all, let's say a flower. Is that somach? Is that a second step? Second. What's lower than a flower? A rock, right? That's like a, so where does a flower go into? A flower pot. So who is using who? Who is using who? The flower, which is the tzomeach, is using the one that's lower than it, which is the domem. Yeah, yeah, we explained it. Again, domem is the lowest level. That, that has no life. It's like a rock, a table, a chair, right? Tzomeach is growth. It has life. It has a life, which is what? Which is, which is plants, trees, all these things. So again, the tzomeach is being used by what? What is he using? He's using the one underneath him, which is the domain, which is the innate. Clear? Everybody's clear? In the back? Everybody's good? Exactly. Now, what's higher than the growth than the plants? What's higher than tzomeach? What do we say, Billy? The, a- the animals. The animals, who do they use? They use the plants. They're eating the grass, they're eating this, they're eating that. So you see, we went up one level. And now who's higher than the animal? The human beings. And what do the humans do? They use the animals. They eat the meat, shechita, like you're eating tonight, great meat, right? But how do candy cattle? How do we have that? Right? How do we get that? The bottom line is, how do we get that? We got, the way we got that was what? Through using, we used the one that was underneath the higher. Everybody's clear with what I just said. Now that you have that clear, where does shoes come from? It's made out of leather. It's made out of leather. It's made out of... You ever see the bottom of the shoe? It says 100% genuine leather. Leather is made by what? It's animal. It's from animal. Animal skin. Right? So we're using the animal. So now what happens... Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, you want to be great in life? Make sure you humble yourself. How? How is he teaching him that lesson? He says, everyone's using the next and using the next, using the next. Take off your shoes. And that's a sign of humility that Hashem wants to teach Moshe by saying, look, you're using, using. Now, take off that shoe. I want to make you a leader. The way you become a leader in the Klal Yisrael, one of the one of the ways Hashem looks into is what is to see how humble you are. So He's teaching him, be careful, Moshe, Yoshua, be careful. You're not going to use the person underneath you. Don't use them. Take him off and be humble yourself. And that's how we see Shimshon Hagibod. What happened to Shimshon Hagibod? The Gemara says, everybody knows the famous story with Shimshon. He finally got captured. After how many years he's getting captured, he finally got captured by the Pelish team. Nobody was able to beat Shimshon. One day, how many ox did he take? He took the 300 ox, he tied the, 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 the tails of them, and he, and, he, and, and, and he made them wander. It was a wild thing. Go look at Shimshon. He was a massive... Uh, 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 uh. He was able to beat hundreds of hundreds of Pelish team in one shot. Finally had a wife, and the wife, everybody knows... The wife wanted to know where his power was. It was she was set up. She was bribed by the Pelishtim. I'm bribing you in order to find out where his power was. 
And every time she would, uh, he would say, yeah, if you do this, uh, my power will be lost. One day, what do I have to do? Tie my hands behind my thing, you tie me on the rope, and uh, my power will be lost. All of a sudden, Shimshon, the Pilashtima, Pilashtima. Well, he broke out of the ropes in two seconds. And the wife says, I understand you lied to me, you played games with me, you said that, uh, you said that that's your power, your hands tied behind the rope. You're not going to, what's your true power? Finally, he gave in, and he said, what? He came from the Neziru, the Gdusha of the hair. And he was a gibor. Shimshon was a gibor. All of a sudden, the next day, what happens? She cuts the hair. Shimshon, he got up, and he tried fighting them. Of course, his weakness fell, and they captured him. Finally, they, they put him into shame. Oh, I, I'm not even elaborating. If I would elaborate, this be this is a shur on itself, by the way. The Shimshon Gibor story is a shur on his own, his own being. It's wild. In any case, let's get to the point because I want to apply it to this uh, midah of humility. He comes out, Shimshon's finally is like uh, uh, being embarrassed. The Pilishtim made a party. Thousands of people of Pilishtim came out to see. They were screaming out, We got him! We got Shimshon Agibor! We got Shimshon Agibor! And they brought him out, they poked out his eyes, and he was hopeless. He was hopeless. He was there. And he was hopeless. And everybody's making fun. Yeah, you're good for nothing. You're nothing. You're a zero. You're this. You're that. And, they, and all of a sudden, he what? He says to Hashem, Hashem, I'm asking you one, please. I beg you. I beg you. Give my power one last time. Remember this chut. And give me my power one last time so I can show these Philistim that your strength. What was this chut? You know what the Gemara says this chut was? Shimshon was on top of the world. He was one of the Shoftim. He was a big Shofet. He was Shofet for 20 years. He could have asked people. He could have used the people for whatever he wanted to. Yo, you do this. Yo, you can do this. You do that. You do that. You do that. You do that. He could have done it. He could have done it. But he humbled himself and he said, I'm not, even though I'm the Shofet, I'm not going to use people under me to do my things, my errands. Oh, he could have called them up. Oh, listen, by the way. Could you do me a favor? Could you get me a bag of chips? I'm just a little hungry. Yeah, no problem. Shimshon, you got it. Boom. He could have used any person he wanted. Zero. Because he was humble. And Hashem says, yes, I'll remember your humility. And at the end, he got back his strength and he ended up collapsing two pillars and everybody died, including himself. Everybody, all 3,000 people that were in the, in, the, in the stadium arena, they all died. But what my point is, he didn't use the people that were under him because he understand the humility, how you have to be humble. And therefore, Moshe is going on his journey to be the leader. He says, don't use the people. Just like we don't use... That's why, take off your shoes. You're using the animal. We're allowed to use the animal. We're allowed to use this. Fine, you're allowed. But it's just a symbolism of what? Of humility. Don't use the people who want to do what you want to do. You're right. You understand what I'm trying to say? Of course, you can ask for help for things like that. But I'm just saying, use them in a way of abusive use. Like, well, I'm the leader. You do this for me. You do that for me. No, no, no. He was humble. Everybody's clear with that? Clear. Now that we know that, I'll tell you over the Hila. What? It's a type of. It's a type of. You know, the 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 topic that I'm trying to bring is that it's a humility. Mean to say, we don't feel. That you're 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 gonna be. I gave you the example, Albert. Now he's ki- now he's the king. Now he's the leader. He could use the people for whatever he wants. He said, "No, I'm not using nobody." He didn't take money from nobody. He didn't not. You understand? Mean to say, he was 
he was personal gain of, of uh, he was all for the people and he was all for the for them. He was all for you hear it a little bit or no? Yeah, like this. Not a botai. I like to say over a few stories about humility. Um, I like to start with Yakiva Eger. Yakiva Eger, his daughter was getting uh, married. At the time, who asked for his daughter in marriage? Who asked? There was Shiduch made with the Hatam Sofer. You know Hatam Sofer, Ramosha Sofer? He was a great Gaon. And the Shatchan, you mean to say there was a fellow, a big rabbi that was setting them up. So they told the rabbi, meaning they wrote a letter back and forth, I wish I could get into the family of Rabbi Akiva Eger. So he's writing a letter, Khatam Sofer. But the Gemara says a person should sell everything he has in order to marry his daughter after Tamil Hakam. That's what it says in the Gemara. The person, sell everything you have. Let's say, for example, you have a big hacham. Yeah, he, he's famous, he's known, he says that. But at the end of the day, he needs some support for, to, to learn, or maybe something like that. So, okay, he says, uh, he, the, the Shadchan says, listen, he needs some support. If you're willing to support, you got the date, you got the date for your daughter. Do whatever you can, sell whatever you can to make sure your daughter marries Tamid Chacham. So he writes, the Chatam Sofer writes, I wish Rabbi Akiva Eger will, 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 will take me. But I'm sure he's looking for a Tamil Chacham. Meanwhile, he was, the big, he was one of the biggest Tamil Chacham that lived, ever lived in, in his generation. But he's writing out of humility, but he's looking for a Tamil Chacham. I don't know if I'm a candidate for him. And what does Rabbi Akiva Eger write back? He writes in a letter. I know my daughter is Sadeket. I know my daughter is like this. I know my daughter is that. But I also know that the Gemara says, right, a person, a person, right, should sell everything. I'm going the opposite now, right? Sell everything to what? To marry a Tamil Chacham's daughter. Understand? Two things. You should marry your daughter to a Tamil Chacham. That's one. If you have a daughter, Tamil Chacham. And a Tamil Chacham should sell everything in order to marry a daughter of a Tamil Chacham. Got that? Clear? So now Rabbi Akiva writes back, I'm sure the Hatam Sofer, which is a Masna Chacham, he's looking to get a father or a Tamil Chacham. Because that's what it says in the Gemara. You should go look for a Bat Tamil Chacham. And therefore, I don't know if he, I'm a candidate for the Shidduch. Back, back and forth. Of course, the Shidduch was made right away, immediately. But I'm just trying to show you the humility that the rabbis had. The rabbis had such humility, they're fighting back and forth. I don't know if they want me, I don't know if they take me, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It was such humility. Let me tell you another amazing story about Akiva Eger. Akiva Eger was traveling to, rabbi, uh, to Nicholsburg. And there was a rabbi named Rav Mordechai Bennett. You ever hear of Mordechai Bennett? He was the Maharab. And 
You have to understand, Rabbi Akiva Eger is the king of Shas. My Rabbi Rabbi Goodman used to say, Rabbi Akiva Eger is the king of Shas. Meaning to say, he was a Charon. But his in-depth knowledge and, and breadth of knowledge throughout the Shas and Poskim was unheard of. He knew it like clarity, with accuracy, with, with to, to the bone, to the teeth, to the, to the meat and potatoes, to the depth, to the core. He was known, Ricky Vega, like the king of Shas. And now, his name is getting out there all over the place. Everybody knows Ricky Vega, Ricky Vega, Ricky Vega, Ricky Vega. Everybody knows Ricky Vega. So now he's going, he's traveling to visit his mother. On the way traveling, Rabbi Kiva Eger is visiting his mother. He stopped at a city, Nicholsburg. Who was the rabbi in Nicholsburg? Ramonachai Bennett. Ramonachai Bennett was the Maharam. And he says, okay, let's greet. Everybody's greeting Rabbi Kiva Eger. Wow, 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 wow. How do they meet him? He starts, he starts talking to him and learning. Tell me, what do you know? What's the shot over here? What's the shot over there? Okay, he knows his stuff, but why? He's saying, why is his... Why is he so well known? I don't understand. Okay. He's okay. And Mordechai Bennett is saying about Rikivay, he's okay. I talked to him in learning. His name is all over the world. For what? I don't understand. He's okay. He just spoke to him. He says, you know what? Let me try him out. Bechavud, give a derush in the shul for the Bet Knesset. Give a drasha. So, dash please come speak for the people, speak for the tzibur, speak for the Bet Knesset. It's okay, no problem. Kiva Eger goes, and he says a whole derasha, a whole derush to the Bet Knesset. A whole derush. In the middle of the derush, Ramonachai Bennett, the rabbi of the whole community, gets up and he says, Rabbi, I have a question on the derush. What's the pshat? Because you said this, this, this. How does it make sense through this gemara? Blah, blah, blah. Kiva Eger says, wow. What a question you asked me. It's such a good question. I'm ending the derush here because I can't answer that question. Wow, what a question. And he got off the bimah and that was the end of the derush. That night, Rikiva Eger goes to Mordechai Bennett's house and says, you know that question that you asked me? The answer is such and such. He said, wow, what a great answer. It's amazing. Did you know that at the time you were giving the rush? said, yes, I knew that. So how come you didn't answer me in front of everybody? How come? You should have answered in front of everybody. Listen to what Kiva Ege says. Kiva Ege says, I want to explain to you. Me, I'm a guest here. I'm a guest here. I'm going to come and go from Nicholsburg. I have my keila in, in Poland, in, in Russia. And you have your Kehillah in the whole Nicholsburg. I wanted to show the Kehillah how great you are. So they will listen to you more and more and more and more. You're, I'm going to be here the next day. What do I need to show my greatness of my wisdom over here in front of everybody and answer your question in front of everybody so people will think that what? that I don't need that. I want you to look like the chief rabbi that knows everything even more than me, Rabbi Akiva Eger, that my name is all well known. So therefore you can spread more of your knowledge and more of your power and more of your strength to the people. 
Isn't that, isn't that beautiful? You think about that. What are you talking about? The rabbi knew the answer. The rabbi knew the answer. He could have told them the answer. No, no. I'm not, you, you, you know, and, and you want to know how humble Ramonachai Bennett was? I, mean, I didn't end up the story. The end of the story is Ramonachai Bennett went ahead. He made an emergency meeting that everybody comes to come to Beth Knesset. Emergency. Now everybody, the whole town comes back. And, and Ramonachai Bennett begs on the shtanda. Avotai, I want to tell you about Yaakim Eger. He knew the answer to Melashiyah, but the reason why he didn't tell me is because he wanted to... Amazing! Amazing! Where do you see such people in your life? Where do you see such people in your life? You ever hear such a thing like that? You ever hear such a thing like that? But humility comes within. It comes from within. There was a famous uh, priest the guy was a famous priest. Have you heard this story before? He was a famous priest and, and, and he was known to be you know, humble, very humble. He was a humble guy and this and that. So one, one rabbi, you know, he was saying, this priest is really, really that humble? Why are everybody saying so humble, this, that, that? So one of the guys, he said, bring the priest over, please. Bring the priest over. I want to see uh, how does he become so humble. So he says, uh, no problem, he's going to come. Whenever you want, he's a humble guy. He comes at, anytime you call him, he's going to come, why not? Priest comes. They tell, he says, Robert looks at him and says, my dear priest, everybody's talking about your humility, how humble you are, you're this, you're that, you're amazing, wow. You did such a big uh, uh, impact on, on the community. I want to ask you something. You're so humble, right? He says, yeah. He says, can I ask you a question? Yeah. He says, the Torah says that Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble person that ever walked on the earth. But I see you. And I, I say, you think he was more humble than you? So the priest looks at him and he says, Rabbi, I'm going to be honest with you. This question was also bothering me many years. <laughs> That was the end of the story. <laughs> okay, thank you. Chalot, chalot. You guys playing, you understand? You guys playing games on it? That question was bothering me too. Ay, 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 ay. And you're thinking of that. I want to read you, I want to read you over the Rambam. Okay? I want to read you, please, 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 remember this Rambam. I'm going to read it to you word for word what he writes over here. This is a sick, sick story he writes. Katav HaRambam, the Rambam writes in a sefer. Shura'a Midot. He saw in the Sparim of the Midot, the special Sparim, that they, they, wrote, they wrote on character traits. Look at the Ochot Tzadikim, the ways of the, the, the ways of the Tzadikim. They have it in Hebrew and English. Right, when we read the English, it says different character traits. Arrogance, laziness, uh, stinginess, all different character traits had to work on it. So the Rambam says, I saw in one of the these holy sparim of Sifrayam Midot, they went to a very, very, very hashuf person, very elite, very established, very well-known person. What was the happiest day of your life? 
You know this one, Zuki? This is the Rambam saying over. He saw in the Sifrei Midot, what is the happy... He saw a nobleman, a Hashubi guy. They asked this Hashubi guy, aristocrat, Habibi, what is the happiest day of your entire life? Amar, he says, you know my happiest day of my life was? Yom Hayuti Besefina, the day I was on the boat. On the boat? What were we do on the boat? They didn't know who I was, and they put me like by the ba- bottom of the barrel. You know, they have like levels of the uh, you go uh, on the ship. Yeah, you have you have a, a high cliff. He was on the bottom. You have the the right like like the the baggage claim on the bottom, right? <laughs> he has the baggage, and he was on that balcony, and they had the upper class on top. It was one. He didn't say anything. There were very, very wealthy people on the upper deck. I was staying in my spot, and the upper class were above, and he was really supposed to be on the upper class. Right? And one of the guys from the upper class, he went to go to the Tesh. He started urinating. And he urinated on him from the upper deck to the lower deck. He urinated on him. That's the happiest day of his life. That's what he writes. The Rambam is saying that that was the happiest day of his life. Not the Rambam's life. Of this guy, one of these, one of these story guys that they saw the aristocrat. He's saying this is what he saw in a serpent that that was the happiest day of his life. How could it be? Vetimeti. And I'm very bewildered, Rambam. Kama techuna azut ben this aristocrat says, he swears, he's swearing, Chai Hashem is like a type of Lashon of Shua, He didn't feel bad that he got urinated on. He didn't feel bad. Why? Why? He didn't get angry. And I didn't even get angry for a moment. By us, what happened? Uh, somebody drives you crazy, you get crazy, right? He didn't even get him. Your wife, forget about it. Your wife tells you, do it, honey, stop from driving me crazy, right? He didn't even, he didn't even get angry. He writes, I was the happiest simcha that I ever had in my life. Why? You know why? Because this man was working on himself his whole life on his humility. Everybody has that feel of ego and ego and ego. Of course, you still have to feel good in, in your heart. Today, we're gonna, I'm going to just end off tonight with Yedan Amban that I brought for you to read special insight to show you what he writes. But I'm going to analyze humility a little bit so we get the picture. But what was he saying? He's saying because he worked on himself and it didn't bother him inside his heart. It didn't bother him. You see, people in life, you might think that they look very humble, but inside, they could be very arrogant inside. You, you don't know. Because only Hashem knows if the person's humble or not humble. He could be the wealthiest guy in the world, 
but inside, eh, he's humble. B'chavod, b'chavod, b'chavod. No, I'm okay in the back. I'm okay this. I'm okay that. But deep down, he's doing it only to be humble so people will respect him even more. You get it or no? He's doing a double sketch. Everybody loves the person that's humble. So what is this rich man doing? He's playing the game of humility in order to get more honor for his own wealth. You understand the double sketch? Right? And it was good. Now, it could be, don't get me wrong, it could be he's very humble. We don't know that, but could be not. Only Hashem really, really knows. So, of course, we give the kav zechut and we, we say that he is humble and everything like that. But deep down, only Hashem can look through the heart and see if the person's humble or not humble. But what he's trying to say is that he worked on himself so much that the humility became part of his neshama that only he could testify. He says, the Abhi's day was that because I overcame forever. I knew that I was overcame this humility, the lowest bizayon, and I overcame it. Now, I want to explain to you the Ramban. I'm just going to read a quote you. Now, Ramban, what he says. And that is, I'm going to say a few lines, and I'm going to explain. He writes this letter, he gets Ramban with a nun, Nachmanides. He writes this letter to his son, and he tells his son, read it once a week, teach it to others, and it's about a page and a half long, not even, all right, a few lines. At the end, he writes, if you read this once a week, and you mekayem what it says in it, you'll be, you'll be successful in this world, you'll be successful in the next world. And he writes, every day that you read it, they'll answer you in Shamayim. Whatever your heart's desire. Now what does he write over here? This whole, almost every point of this letter is talking about humility. And what does he say? When you overcome your, your anger, you get to the level of midat ha'anava, the midah of humility. What does he write? Shehi midat tova mikol ha'midot tovot. What is the greatest character trait a person can ever have out of all the character traits? There's many. He doesn't say the best one he writes is what? Anava. Being humble. Shneemar ekev Anava yirat Hashem. The heel of Anava will bring you to Yirat Shamaim. Anava And he writes, right? He continues, and he, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping a few lines. As, what does he say? When you have that humility so well in, your, in, your, in you, as Tishrei Alecha Ruach Shekhinah. Then the Shekhinah will come upon you. Meaning to say, well, Shekinah, you think, you think anybody wants to be friends with a, a person that's Baal Gava? Even if he has a little Gava. You see him in the wedding with a crazy uh, Gucci belt, slick back hair. You know, you, you, you want to dance. You know, you're in the circle. You want to dance with the guy. So, you know, you know, you're just in the circle. So, you're holding his hand, you know. He drops his hand. What are you, t- are you touching me? He, he, it happened to one guy told me the story. I'm not joking. <laughs> One guy told me, story, Rabbi, I feel degraded. I feel like, a, like, a, like an idiot. I feel like a loser. So what happened? Why are you crying? says, Rabbi, I go into the dance in the circle. You know the circle by the wedding? He's dancing in the circle wedding. So I didn't know. But there's a very, very uh, ashtadi guy, good-looking guy, you know, the, the whole nine yards. And I grabbed his hand like the, 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 I wanted to jump in the circle. As I grabbed his hand, he shook, shook off his hand and he gave me a look like, you touching me? Uh, 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 that, was, that was it. That was it. So the guy feels bad. He said, Rabbi, I feel like I'm like an idiot. 
He says you want so nobody nobody likes an arrogant person. There's nobody in the world, I don't care who the guy is. Even the wealthy people, let's say for example, you think they're all but deep down, if the other guy is more gaavad than another guy, deep down there might be acquaintances, but and oh, by the way, it's not only wealth, it's also by chokhmah. Sometimes a person, you have a, a, a person that's so wise and so, uh, uh, it's not only by, oh, but it's also by, by good looks. Sometimes you have a girl, she thinks she's uh, top of the world, you know. Uh, you know uh, you, I'll never forget, I was by a seven once, and, and, and one, one uh, waitress, she spilled like a dot of water. It wasn't even uh, water on, on, on the girl's dress. The, 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 the lady got up, started scream, making the biggest fit on a, on a thing. You little waitress, you, you little, you started screaming at the lady like she was the biggest eye for nothing, for a little water that fell on her. You got to be, there's, there's a sense of humility. So he writes over there, the Shekhinah likes the person that's humble. And that's why there's a clear card that says that if, if there would be a more humble person than Moshe, the Torah would have been given by that more humble person. The humility was so great of Moshe that nobody, nobody be Moshe through humility, the Torah is going to be given through him. And now that, he says, the Shekinah will rest on the person that's humble. Kimat Yai writes over here, He says, where does, humi- where does humility stem from? We're not saying to make yourself feel like you're, you're junk. You're a zero. You have to feel that you're a person of uh, stature and you're a person that's doing it with the shame. You're a person that's... The, you have to. Otherwise, you're, you're going to feel depressed. But he writes, it means in the heart. Do you feel that you're greater than other people? I'm in a position that right now, I'm in a position, I'm, 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 I'm better than this guy, that guy, that guy. Why are you better? No, because I'm, uh, my, my zero is my bank account is more than that guy. Or I'm better than this guy because what? I learn more Torah than this guy. So I'm better than this guy. In your heart, you feel I'm better. Oh, this guy, I'm the hardest. Don't write this guy, I'm the hardest. He doesn't know nothing. So you feel in your heart, I'm better than this guy. He says, no, 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 no. Humility is inside. You don't feel you're greater than somebody else. And how does he say? How does he say? He says like this. He writes, What should you feel arrogant about? In If you're wealthy, Hashem morishu ma'ashir. Hashem gives wealth. So wh- why are you arrogant? Because of wealth? Buddy, don't think that you made it. Hashem gave it to you. You did your You did your part. Hashem gave you success. Okay. That, therefore, you shouldn't be arrogant. And if you saying, what do you mean? I get, I get so much honor. I get so much honor. You're the, you're, 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 you're the president of whatever it is. You get so much honor. You're the rabbi. You get so much honor. Look at the honor. They give me the rabbi. In Bechavod, what does it say? Halolokimu. The honor is Hashem. How do we know? Like it says, we say every day, And now on a side note, let me tell you a story that I, I witnessed this story in Mikdash Melech on a Tuesday night. And I said this story once before and I'll say it again and again. I was there Tuesday night. They were expecting for the Yeshiva Bacharim. They were expecting a big, 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 big Gaon Gadol. I'm not going to mention his name right now. But you, Tzimri Hacham, to come speak for the Yeshiva. Tuesday night. It was uh, from about 6.45 to 7.30, something like that. And... This rabbi was supposed to speak in the yeshiva and everybody was excited. Last minute changes, he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it. Last minute changes, he couldn't make it. Okay, who did they get instead? Another big rabbi. Not as big, not as famous. 
probably bigger in wisdom, but not as famous in, in stature. Right? Not as famous in stature. He spoke, and he spoke phenomenal. He spoke amazing. And the minhag of the yeshiva is, as soon as once the rabbi finishes, right, the rabbi finishes, everybody from the back, from about 100 people, everybody goes, and they give a hazag to the rabbi. Rabbi hazag beautiful, rabbi hazag They give him a good word, they give him a comment, rabbi hazag baruch, hazag They line up, they line up, they line up. They go this way, and they go around the bima, and they go back to their seats. Everybody. That's the standard what we do. The second he finished his speech, the second he finished his speech, I was sitting right next to him, happens to be, I got up, and he said, Rabbi, beautiful, Hazar Baruch. All of a sudden I hear all the chairs buzzing, and the line is going the opposite way to the back, to the back, to the back. I was like, what's going on? And I'm looking, and the rabbi's there, and I'm shaking the rabbi's hand, and there's supposed to be a line behind me, like, like 100 people. All the guys who walked in at that second, this famous rabbi, this stature rabbi, came in, he said, I know, Mechila, I'm late, I couldn't give the derush, but I said, let me come say hello. So he came in the second that rabbi finished, he just opened up the door, the second he finished, the, the timing was almost impossible, even if you would bet a billion dollars, that that rabbi, the timing is impossible. And now when he walked in through the back, everybody saw all the rabbis here, the rabbis here, the rabbis They all turned back giving up, without realizing, not on purpose, not to stop this rabbi, just like, wow, the rabbi actually came, because I... The next morning, the next morning, I saw the rabbi that spoke. And I said, all my life, I'm saying, by Varach David, the kavod Hashem is you, you give honor, and you're in charge of all the honor. And I was always wondering, how does that apply? Where does it apply? Today, with my own eyes, I saw it. I, I wasn't trying to make the rabbi feel bad. I was just telling him, I was just like, Rabbi, with all due respect, I was like, I can't believe I saw it like that. And I said, Rabbi, it's all, I, I was telling Rabbi, with all due respect to you, it's all Hashem. The kavod was destined to go to him and not to you at that moment. Why? We don't know. But at the end of the day, all the honor that we're supposed to... I was like thinking, I was like, wow, Hashem, the kavod, Moshe Bakor, Hashem, you're in charge of the kavod. Today, you want me to tell you a story today? I was walking by the bar, by the zoo, whatever, bar zoo, right? So hold on my head, I took my kids out, whatever, things like that. I'm walking by. And it happens to me, I was out of my, when I open, whatever, I was walking. And there was a Puerto Rican guy. Puerto Rican guy, the guy was, I don't know, he's in 30, and, 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 Randomly, randomly, he gets up by the bench. He gets up. He screams out, Rabbi! I was like, what's going on? I'm looking, I go, who's he talking to, you know? I'm looking that way, looking that way. Like, you, Rabbi, you, Rabbi! I give respect to Rabbi, Rabbi! He comes kissing. I was like, what is this guy doing? He comes, and my whole family, my wife, my kids, they're all there, they're all there. Uh, today, today, a few hours ago, before I came, he comes, he's out of my head, he's like, what's going on? And I was like, what's going on? He's, and I'm, I'm, my kids are like, Dad, they probably see you on Torah anytime, you know? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, he's a Puerto Rican guy, he's not seeing on Torah anytime, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I explained to my kids, you see, 
happens to be that day I had a very good learning. Sometimes very, very stressful with all the kids and taking them to this, taking them that. I had a good learning, you know what I'm saying? So I'm very Someone give me like Azar Baruch. Or I'll give a little bit of a little bit of Azar Baruch to me. I say, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it as a good compliment. But I'm saying the Kavod is Hashem's Kavod. You'll get Kavod for the Puerto Rican sitting on a bong zoo on the bench. You think you're gonna get Kavod from that? Come on! What's the chance there's in a million years? You bet that one to a billion never have that. This is a true story. I've been there today. All my kids were there talking about that. I can't believe the Puerto Rican guy knows you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. He knows me. He doesn't know me. But that's what he's saying. He's saying in your, in, in your heart, you can't feel ge'eh over others. You can't feel you're more important than others. Oh, I'm a this. Oh, I'm a that. I'm a this. I'm a that. You can't feel more hashuv uh, uh, than other people. And you know what he says over here? He writes over here. Let's say a guy, I'm a, I'm a genius, I'm smart. Hashem can take the chokmah in a second. In a second, can take it away. How many times do you have people at the end of their lives, they go senile, they forget all their, all their everything, they, they're not all there. Hashem can take away the chokmah, the, the, the wisdom. It's all Hashem, He can lift you up, He can put you down, He can do whatever He wants. He can do whatever He wants. And therefore the Rambam says, Hashperat mecha, when you lower yourself to be humble, some people, they don't want to lower themselves. Hashem will raise you higher. You know, one guy tells me, Rabbi, I don't give my wife any compliments. I say, what? True story. I don't give my wife any compliments. I say, why not? See, because I know if I give a compliment, she's going to feel all that and see who I am and this and that. And therefore, she's going to feel better than me. Rabbi, I, I don't say nothing. Even the food is so, so good. I, how's the food? Good. I don't know what I say. Yeah. So why not? Why not? She because if I tell her it's great, it's that. She's going to feel like, eh, I don't want to give a gaffe, you know. I was like, that's not your cheshbon, your cheshbon. You have to do what you have to do. And the other person has to do what other person. Of course you have to give government. So therefore what? He's saying, Adelaide. So therefore people want to make sure that it's not true. That's not the way you do things. You humble yourself and you'll see Hashem. When you humble yourself to others, Hashem is going to lift you up even higher. Higher. Moshe was the most humble. He got lifted the highest out of all of them. And therefore he writes, That's what he says, If he's wealthy or he's, wa- or he's more wise than you, you have to give him the right respect. But if he's poorer than you, right? And you're richer than him, or you're smarter than him, or you're bigger tzaddik than him, you know what he says? Think in your heart, because you are Hayav, and what? He's Zakai. You're a Chacham, right? So you say, Oh, I'm a Chacham. I'm much better than these guys. I'm much better than these guys. It's not true. He says, you know what I have to think? When you do something, it's much worse than you do than the other guy does something. The other guy does something, oh, okay. Of course, he's going to have to be penalized. Hashem will take care of him. But if you do one thing that's wrong, you're much in, in the red than the other guy. That one thing, because you're, you're, hold on, you're hold on to honest that. Now, people hear this. Oh, I'll never be on a high stage. That's, that, that's, for, that's stupidity, you know that? That's, the, that's, that, that's a, 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 a loserish thinking. It's a loser thinks like that. You know why? You know, I, I don't want to be great. A guy comes to me, Rabbi, I don't want to be chacham. So why not? He says, because the more I learn, the more I know, the more I know, the more I have to do, the more I have to do. If I don't do, I get punished. I'm not going to learn. Come on. Come on. You know, you know why that's stupidity? Because what? Also, it comes with the, it comes with the pack. It comes with the territory. So also, when Allah buying Gan Eden, he's also going to have to sit to the back because he didn't learn so much. So he goes, well, go to the back. But if you were responsible to know and learn and do, you're going to sit to the front. And therefore, Rabotai, I want to conclude with this. Now what? He's teaching us, the Pekah Avot, he's teaching us, having an Be humble.
Now again, like the Ramban is teaching us, be humble in your heart. Don't feel that you're better than others. It's okay to feel good. Now what happens? You give a guy a compliment. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, except the guy. One guy told me, accept all the compliments because there's going to be times where people are going to bash the living daylights out of you and you'll take that compliment and remember it in your back brain. Oh, at least I got that compliment. People will bash you. Don't worry about it. It's okay. They can't take the compliment because not the credits. The guy says, wow, what, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a nice com- What a nice tie. No, don't tell me about my tie. Nah, it's ugly tie. You want to humble yourself. Right? No. You say thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the compliment. That's it. But then you have the Gava guy when they tell him nice tie. This, this is nothing. I have crazy ties in the house. <laughs> He's giving a call. He's telling me I have better tie. That's not the point. The point is a person has to know how to be humble. A person has to be humble in himself. Who knows? Don't feel you get it. Don't feel you're great. You know what I mean to say? Whenever you have all these attributes to Hashem, Hashem gave me this, and Hashem gave me that, Hashem gave me this, and Hashem gave me that. Because if you don't, guess what? Hashem will teach a person a lesson. He'll say, what? You don't think that it's me that I gave you? Let me take everything away. Now you know. Okay, who gave it to you now? Oh, now you, got, now you know? Okay, I'll give it back to you because I'm teaching you a lesson. We don't want that lesson. Therefore, get the lesson straight. Hashem gave you everything. And therefore, I'm humble, I'm humility. Hashem, you gave him everything, you can take everything away in a second. And therefore, I humble myself in front of you and in front of everybody. Not only in front of you, but in front of everybody. And therefore, I know my place. I'm not going to feel better than anybody else. I will feel good on the good things that I do between me and you, Hashem, that I feel good. Yes, you have to feel good. You must feel good, because if you don't feel good, you're not going to be able to do. If you don't feel good with your accomplishments, you won't be able to succeed further. One of the rules of success is be happy with the success you already have. So therefore, you can succeed even further. We're not saying not to be happy. Be happy with your success. But just don't feel better than anybody else. Don't feel greater than anybody else. And I'll end off with the last story. That was with Rosh Amar, my good friend Moise Beta. He went ahead and Rav Shlomo Amar came to the Kotel once. And everybody was saying hello to the rabbi, saying hello to the rabbi. And the rabbi was mumbling something to his breath. Nobody understood what he was saying. He was going like this. Ah, Rav Shlomo Amar was a chief rabbi after, uh, what's it called? See, a few years ago, about 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, uh, 15 years ago about. So, 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 so when he was mumbling, Moe said, what is he mumbling? I'm going to go check it out. He heard the whole time he was mumbling until he gets to the call. Everybody was kissing his hand. He had a whole line. People were kissing his hand. He was building in his head that he's a four of Ever. Chamadiyah brings actually one story. Huh? That I'm, I'm dust and ashes, that he wants to humble himself. Chamadiyah brings one, one story, amazing story about one rabbi. Every time he would go, there would be an entourage of people. And he told his, he told his uh, people that was with him, you know what, you know, you know what I think about when they all, when they all walk me at entourage, hundreds and hundreds, maybe a thousand people walking the rabbi. Imagine a thousand people walking the rabbi. And says, you know, you know what, you know what this rabbi would say over to his students that was the close. He says, you know what I'm thinking when they, when they, when they're escorting me, I'm thinking a guy could get gava, a guy could feel the top of the world. He's saying to only to, to humble myself, I'm feeling that what that they, they, they escorted me for my liver, yeah. But like, like he's like, he's like, why? Just to humble himself. Why? Because otherwise, something sometimes it could get to your head. It could get to your head. A guy gets very successful in anything, in business, in family matters, in community, in the in the rabbinate. He could be very, very successful. He becomes a chief rabbi now. Wow, the chief rabbi. He wears the galabia. He wears the. Get the head. They could get the head. And guess what? What do the great people do? They humble. They humble. I'm not greater than anybody. I know my place. I know Hashem gave it to me. And like that, you'll see the Shekinah come more and more into you.